Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale. I'm the general manager and Josh Proffitt, our service director. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. Beautiful day out there in Cape Yes, Land, it right? is. Yes, it so, is. Sunny in 70 somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Doesn't matter. It's sunny in 70 somewhere. Just not sure where that somewhere is, but it is somewhere. So, hey, it's a call-in show, 316-462-3673. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the automobile world, Anything in the racing world, anything about Mel Hamilton Racing, uh, whatever might ha- I'll be on your tip or anything you want to talk about or questions, something you don't understand, I'd love to hear from you. 316-462-3673. It's number to dial up and come to our front desk. Tell the gals you want to get po- punched into the podcast, and we'll get you on the air here. And, of course, as always, there's a great price package valued at over 130 bucks for each and every caller. As always, Josh, what's in that package? Uh, so it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mel Hamilton Ford. While we're performing that, we're going to complete a multi-point inspection, talking about your brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components on the vehicle. Uh, you'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the Big Corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires, so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package, which consists of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil. And then a CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. So, All right, 316-462-3673. Let's get the phones ringing. Morning, Delbert. Morning, Jason and Mr. James Furman. How's everybody this morning? Thanks for tuning in and watching. So let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. Love to hear from you. Anyway, uh, Josh, uh, what's on the agenda today? So I've got a couple of different things uh, that I wanted to talk about. Um, one, I was thinking uh, the other day, I was uh, talking back and forth with a couple of the Votec instructors uh, in the area, and we're looking at getting together back again in the spring, uh, and we we're kind of setting some dates and, and things like that. Um, and we were just going through some of the demonstrations that we had previously done, uh, in years past and, and stuff like that. And, uh, I don't know if we can do this or if, uh, if we got a caller out there that, uh, maybe has recently went through driver's ed or somebody that has a son or a daughter that just recently went through any type of driver's ed. I want to know, do they still teach you how to parallel park in driver's ed? And what brought that up was uh, the some of the features that we have in these new vehicles is the auto parallel park. And that's been a couple of things that we've done uh, as demos at some of these schools. And the kids are just blown away, you know, watching the, the vehicle, the steering wheels going off. And I mean, it gets so close to the to the curb and then, you know, cones or vehicles or whatever in, in front of or back of. And uh, so... I remember the first time I tried it. Yeah, I ended up in a guy's yard because I didn't know what I, I didn't. I didn't set the car right first. Yeah, you know, so it's, it, it's it, all about the initial setup. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. And so uh, you know, if you got a story about parallel parking or your first attempt at parallel parking, and then uh, you know, if you had the auto feature on your vehicle, would you use it? You know, it's funny about that. I had okay. I walked in the house last night and Seinfeld was on. Uh huh. And there was that time when George is backing into. Spot the parallel park, and know the guys come from the other side, and they're out there for hours trying to go trying over to the parking spot. Figure out who was getting that parking <laughs> spot. And so, you know, around this area, um, pretty much wide open, not a you know parallel parking, and I mean, doesn't 
it's a thing, but it's not like you go to the East or East coast or West coast, or, uh, uh, you know, in some of those States where you're literally paying for thousands of dollars for a parking stall, uh, maybe in some cases more than, more than mortgages around <laughs> here. But, uh, you know, is that a feature that you would use if you had it on a vehicle and it was, uh, it was automated, uh, for well, one. And then, uh, give us a parallel parking story. Everybody's got one. Oh, surely to do. Yeah. <laughs> did a curve, rubbed another car, did something, whatever, right? Yeah. So I've never done that. So uh, not. How about a? I don't know if it's in it. It's got to be in there. Uh, either Days of Thunder or Talladega Nights, where he hits the e brake and slides it around, and you know, parallel parks it. <laughs> days of what? Oh, Days, days of, thunder? of Thunder. Yeah, I seen that the other day. They're <laughs> 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 running down the beach and beating up each other. Yeah, uh, that rental car company was in trouble, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, it said he had radiator trouble. They were late. <laughs> I think it was a radiator, right, yeah. Cole? <laughs> oh, good God, that was funny. But yeah, sometimes I've thought about doing it. No, I haven't really. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, let's get let's hear your parallel park stories from that part, and uh, and then would you use it if uh, if you were to purchase a newer vehicle, or maybe your vehicle has it? Have you used it? And what do you think of it? So yeah. it's definitely a trust issue, I will tell you, uh, to begin with. Yeah, um, I know, but that's kind of like that blue cruise now and the old yeah. adaptive cruise. you got to have some trust there. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. And it's uh, it's definitely handy. And I tell you, that blue cruise is dialed in. And if it thinks there's something odd or weird, I mean, it just will let you know, hey, we're disconnected. And, well, and the other day, the I, I don't know what was going on, Josh, but it just kind of brought me to a halt. Not to a halt, but slowed me way down. I don't yeah. know what was going on there or whatever, but it just happened to. I think we had a malfunction in the system. Uh -huh. We need to re reset. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if you ignore that warning line enough, it does. I mean, what's yeah, as you're driving the Blue Cruise, if you don't pay attention, it'll come up and tell you to put your eyes back on the road because it is as a camera watching your eyes to make sure you're paying attention and not your phone. Or, I mean, yeah. not or looking things. around. Yeah. Well, it is something about that part of it. it. is To me, it's a little bit too sensitive. Like this morning, I had it on coming down Kellogg, and I, mean, I just looked over at the quick lane just to see what the traffic was like and keep your eyes on the road. So anyway, but that part of the equation, but it does, if you ignore it a couple of times, it, the second time it gives you a little bump of the brake because it thinks you're asleep and it jabs you the second, third time it'll give you another jab. But then the fourth time, boy, she's slowing her right on down yeah. and she's going to bring you to a halt. But I didn't let it get all the way down to zero, of course, but I think it will bring it all the way down to zero and just stop oh, it. Yeah. I would assume that it probably turns on the flashers as well. If I had to guess. So, Okay, so we're going to have to try that one out, Josh. I want to see if the flashers start yeah, flashing I bet, that. I bet they do. I bet they come on. Yeah, I bet uh, they do, too. From that side, so anyway, so. talk about uh, the uh, Blue Cruise, too, if you have any experience with that, too. 316-462-3673. Uh, yes, Delbert, we got to get you down and get your fusion taken care of on your hesitation. We've been talking about that for a couple of weeks now. we got to get you. Yeah, let's put a Delbert. Got to get... I need to make an appointment to have your tech look at the hesitation issue we talked about with my fusion. So Delbert, when are you coming to Wichita? That's, I guess that's the big question is when is the time for Wichita for you to get it up here so we can take a look at it, see what's happening with the fusion, with the fusion. So Delbert, let us know when you're coming. We'll make time to get that thing put in there for you and get it going. So, oh yeah, it's been in the body shop. You got it out of the body shop yet, Delbert? I forgot he had a little fender bender on yeah. his. I can't remember. He, oh, he does both Lyft and Uber, doesn't he? So, anyway, we're not getting any excitement on the parallel park, Josh, because I think everybody has too much some embarrassing story to tell. Oh, you think so? <laughs> That's what I think. So, anyway, um, 
Is that something you think they still, uh, I bet they don't teach it in driver's ed anymore. And the other thing, how about changing a tire? You think yeah. that's something they teach in no, driver's ed? I guarantee you the change of tire is not in it no more. Which is, uh, that's, you, you ought to be able to know how to to uh, change tire before. No? Oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm 100% with that. I, I, you know, that's the X thing is too, you really think about it. Is how many times, you know, years ago. Or check tire pressure. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's another one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I was, what I was getting ready to say is about flat tires and stuff like that, too. You just don't see too many cars anymore on the side of the road. You do every now and then, but not very often do you see somebody with a flat tire or whatever from that part. I mean, I, you know, years ago, the tires, the older cars back in the days, they had two spare tires. Yeah. Because uh, those tires would blow out or do whatever, but we just don't have that today. Well, we've got calls coming in, and I didn't even know. I wasn't even paying attention, so we'll get uh, we'll uh, get you guys back okay. through. I apologize. I didn't see that coming in either. Oh, yeah. Did. Yep. So we've got all sorts of parallel parking stores, and we don't even know it. <laughs> apologize about that, guys. But we'll get uh, we're going to get Jason patched through here and uh, see what kind of parallel park yeah. issue he's got. Of course, he might have something else on his mind too. So. Yeah, James Furman. I'm going to have to check to that. Furman's thinking that the hazard's got to come on to. I would, on that uh, truck yeah, too. I would assume so. Once it once it stops you, it may even if you're connected, I bet it might even call nine one one. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. we might be quick on the draw. On that I know deal. we need to check it out. <laughs> yeah, I bet it. I, I bet it. At very least, puts the flashers on. Um, yeah, on so we'll have to see. It. I'm with you, Furman. It it should turn them flashers on if it's going to pull you down to a stop. So. I guess we're going to find out. Got got Jason patched through yet? Uh, so not quite yet. Getting him, getting him going. Hopefully, we pilot yeah, Jason. I was going to say we maybe long. let Jason uh, set there too, too long. long so we. We'll see what see what we got here. Oh, here we go. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Welcome to the Underhood Show. So I have a stupid question. Okay. Um, my wife just came out. Um, Train in a car, and we're going to debate whether to buy new or used. What is the pros and cons for buying new and used? Is it better to buy new with the economy the way it is, or? Well, I'm going to tell you lots of things coming to my mind here, Jason. Real quick, number one, yeah, the used car market. Of course, the whole market is still kind of messed up due to the due to the shortage and the chip shortage and that sort of thing and everything Absolutely. else too. From that part. Right. And the used car market is coming down. I will tell you that. That is for sure. It happens. It is happening. I'm watching that every day. I watch the used car values and everything on our lot every day. What's happening, what's going on from that part. But there's pros and cons all over the place too. And some of the first quick things that come to my mind with new is you got a full-fledged warning. So for the first three to 36, you don't have any worry about something breaking down. If you buy a used car, you're going to have to worry about maintenance, and other breakage items down the road, unless you purchase an extended warranty to cover you on that side of the point. Next thing is new usually has a better interest rates than, than used uh, due to the fact of the length of the term of the loan and that sort of thing. So there's some advantages there. Uh, we're just now starting to see a few models have the rebates come back on them that we haven't seen for a couple of years. So that's another thing to look at. Uh, next thing is, is insurance. Uh, I think you'll find out that the newer cars have more safety features item on it. 
some of the insurance costs and stuff like that are cheaper on some of these new cars than they are the used cars because of the, the safety factors and everything that come into play from that standpoint too. So, but again, we sell everything new and used and I'll give you an example. Just the other day, we had a lady come in and she was looking for an edge and she thought she wanted to buy a used and we looked at both options for her and she ended up buying a used one because the used one fit her budget better than what the new one would fit uh, from that part. Uh, had another gentleman the other day call me and want to look at a used truck and we looked at the different options and he ended up buying a new truck because it fit his budget better too. And, and right now Ford's got some good incentivized rates out there for the F-150 and it just made better sense for his budget in way he looked at spending the dollars. It was better for him to buy a new truck than it was to buy the used truck. Uh, so everybody's got a little bit difference of opinion on what's, what's best for their budget, what they want to spend and all that kind of stuff too. Uh, but like I tell everybody, and it's like I told that lady on the edge, just, just look at the new, let's see, it might be better for you to buy a new, a new edge than a used edge, but it didn't fit her budget like she wanted. So she ended up with the used one, but, uh, there's, there's all kinds of pros and cons back and forth and everything else like that. But my, my feeling right now with what I see in the market, what I see going on is, uh, to protect my dollar and protect my investment. Cause that's what you're making today. You're making an investment in, into these cars. I think it's to protect your dollar. You're better to buy a new car today than you are to buy a used car. My opinion, opinions are like, you know, yeah. we all have one or whatever, but if a new car fits in your budget and fits with where it is, uh, long-term right now with the way the budget, way everything is, I think you're better to buy a new, cause I think the new is going to hold its value uh, on the long-term side, more than what that used value is going to hold today. Right now, the used isn't so inflated. <clears throat> yeah. But then also, too, I think it makes a difference as to how close to new you're looking at getting. You know, if you're if you're talking right. something with twenty thousand miles on it, in some cases, we've seen uh, new used vehicles go for as much as what a what a uh, brand new one in that same model would be. Uh, so I think it, wow. that kind of makes a determination too, uh, for sure. Right. And what is the average turnaround when somebody buys a new car? What is the average turnaround that they sell it? You know, that's uh, that's kind of up in the air now. It's kind of it's kind of a before the shortages of inventory we had and stuff like that. It was always somewhere around the twenty eight to thirty two months that people would trade, but uh, that's fluctuated now so bad because of the lacks of inventory and, and getting cars and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like just yesterday I delivered a vehicle to a guy that took him over a year to get get his get his truck uh, from that part. Wow. So we're still some situations on that kind of sign of scenarios, not all scenarios are that way, but it is getting better on the inventory levels and stuff like that. We do have some F one fifties on the ground. We haven't had for two years. We've got some edges. We've got some explorers, uh, you know, from that part and a few escapes, uh, that we, you know, we've got about a hundred out there right now that we used to have zero. So it is coming around. I still think we've got another year before we're going to have a decent amount of inventory on the ground. Uh, instead of having to do this by order and waiting and waiting on some of these units to show up. Uh, from that part, but uh, it is getting better. Uh, I hope that uh, some of the options that we've had to remove some from the vehicles will be back in 24. I think they will be uh, from that part. Uh, so, anyway, all kinds of we can uh, sit here and discuss this for a couple hours. I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I would definitely pass on what we'll discuss, but I appreciate it. You guys have been a lot of help. Thank you. Let's know how we can help you, buddy. We'd love to sit down with you and show you the options and show you what's, you know, show you the benefits and everything else of what's. You know, what's the new versus used and uh, where your budgets are at and all that kind of stuff, too. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy. You too. Okay. We got to get another caller on the line. And, uh, Josh, we got to get better on our phones, don't we? Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was my fault. I, I should have. I'm getting the text, too, but I didn't see it. 
So not just you, it's me too. So we'll get Hannah patched through here. Hope yeah, she's... sorry about your weight, Hannah, but uh, we'll get you we'll get you patched in. And you got a parallel parking story for us, I bet. Just about guaranteed. Okay, now Furman thinks the school stopped offering driver's ed. Oh, really? All together. So, Hannah, you're on live with Under the Hood. Hey, man, what's up under my hood is uh, my headlights. My headlights, I changed them last week, and my brights don't work. So I don't know what advice or what you can do for me, but my headlights, when I turn them on, they work. But my brights, they, they get darker, and they, they get dimmer, and it's just darker. And I don't know what's going on with that. My brights should be bright, right? That's right. Okay, so what kind of car do we got first? Uh, 2011 Suzuki SX4. Okay, so you replaced the bulb because? Uh, well, one of my headlights was out, so I replaced both of them, got the brighter setting, and uh, that set me up for good headlights. Now I can see um, better visibility-wise, but uh, my brights, they have never worked. You know, I flip them on, and the headlights get dimmer, and yep. so I don't know what that's about. Um, okay, so they'd work, you, know? so did you, you didn't have brights with the other headlights either, correct? Um, no, I mean, they just got dimmer. Yeah. Your, okay. your previous bulbs did the same thing. Correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically what I'm thinking is happening there, Hannah, is we've got a wiring issue, uh, somewhere in the circuit from the headlight switch up, or it could be that the headlight switch itself is not sending the current like it needs to, but it's just, uh, my best bet is I'll bet you that we've got a broken wire on the, on the high beam feed. To that bulb is what I'm going to bet. I don't know what you're thinking. There, I was wondering, like a corroded ground would do the same thing too, because yep. you're creating more Kurt. load uh, <clears throat> when you go from bright to dim uh, from that side. And if there's a uh, if there's inadequate ground or inadequate power, then it's going to do you know exactly what you're saying. Uh, it's only going to allow uh, allow it to be so bright just because of the high resistance in the circuit. So I would agree with that. The other thing, um, how long have you noticed this problem? Um, ever since I got the car, okay. literally ever since I got my brights have never worked. So that's unfortunate, but you know, my headlights worked. And then in the past month, my, uh, one headlight, my left headlight was getting dimmer and dimmer. And then, you know, when I turned them on one day, I, they didn't, the left side didn't work. And so the next day I changed them. And then I thought that that would fix the problem with the brights, but that did not work. Um, so, yeah. Well, okay, so you want to do what I'm doing? And yeah. To do? yeah, Hannah, we want to put it on top of your package for calling in uh, on the works package we give you. Uh, I want to add a diagnostic onto your car where we'll look at it at no charge and try to figure out exactly where what's going on with it. Like, is the broken wire switch or what it might be or at a ground or whatever, but I'd love to add that to your package so we can get it in here and let's get one of our certified technicians to take a look at it and see exactly what's causing that problem, but we'll diagnose it for you at, at no charge. All right. Well, that'll be awesome. I really appreciate it, guys. No problem at all, Hannah. We'll get you a call after the show and get you an appointment scheduled up here so we can take a look at that Suzuki and get you fixed up because you need those brights for sure to stay safe out there. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks for the call. All right. 316-462-3673. So far, a couple calls, but no one has a parallel parking story. I'm telling you what it is, Josh. Everybody's embarrassed to tell their story. That's what I think. Yeah. I should have. We should have asked Hannah and Jason. Yeah, we should have asked, shouldn't we? Anyway, Rex, bring it on in. Bring it on in. That's exactly correct, Rex. Hey, Rex, come on. You got any parallel parking stories you want to tell about? I'm sure you got something going on out there that you've done before. I promise you, Rex has got something. <laughs> so, anyway, 316-462-3673. Love to hear from you. Any of your parallel parking stories? Uh, well, or if you had automated parking and you needed a parallel park, would you use it? Or would you... Uh... 
use your skills and make it happen yourself. There you go. All right, so let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. Okay, Josh, you had something else you want to bring up today. Yeah, so, and, uh, uh, you know, we talk about the multi-point all the time uh, from that side of of it as far as, uh, you know, as part of the package and, and just the, the general maintenance intervals. Um, but I almost value the multi-point inspection as much as I do an oil change. You know, uh, having somebody look over that vehicle and see exactly what's going on with it and, and where you're at with it. And it, uh, every time we come across something that is kind of a surprise to somebody that had no idea what was going on, it's pretty common. You know, I had no idea my car was doing that or that that could have been a potential problem that later on down the road would have literally left them stranded. Yeah. especially when it comes to just just like a battery yeah uh, you know and being able to test that it's midlife or uh starting to get weak um i think of all the instances that we can let somebody know something to prevent them from going out first thing in the morning trying to get to work and the car not start there you or go. not be able to get get you where you're wanting to go so anyway i put up on the screen i put up a multi, one of our multi-point inspections that we do on your car when it comes in and josh you're right finding things that's a little problem kind of like that frame commercial years ago pay me now pay me later kind of a situation stuff too but i'm going to tell you my favorite thing about the multi-point inspection from a consumer standpoint i'm going to bring this up right down here as you come down here to the tire and you can see the tires over here at you got Josh, you got one in the caution, you got two in the caution from that same point, but the others are in the green. So you've got seven 30 seconds and five 30 seconds on the tires. And uh, what I like about that is you can watch the tires wear down. You can watch yep. what goes on and know what's going on. It's the same thing you can do with your brake lining down here. You can see how much brake wear you've got. You got 10 millimeters and eight millimeters on your brakes. And you can watch it when it gets to the yellow. You can plan for repairs, you can plan for expenses. And it's just, it's no different on the tires. And I still, Josh brings me these used cars and I got, I see the price of these tires on it. And I said, Josh, I just need four tires, <laughs> just four. So that's what I'm saying. These, the tires are getting to be, it's a, an expense. Uh, so you can get, you can plan for that and know what's happening. The brakes, they're not getting any cheaper either. You can plan for what's happening with these cars and that sort of thing from that part. But having this done each and every time and monitoring and watching what goes on with your car is huge uh, from that part. And it's, it, you know, and I, I always get the excuse where well, you're just trying to sell me something. I only want to sell you what you need. Yeah. I'm not going to sell you something that you don't need from that part. So please understand that what this multi-point here is, it's a checkup. Just like going to the doctor. If you go get to the doctor and you get your checkup and they just check your blood pressure and say, okay, you're good to go. See you later. Is that really a good checkup? No, that's no different going in and getting your oil changed and just drain your oil and filter and rolling out the door. The way these cars are today, you know, years ago, we would go 200 miles and fill up a tank. We might put a quart of oil in. We had put some radiator fluid in it. We aired up the tires, did all the stuff every 200 miles. We're now going, which you should go, is 5,000 miles before you even touch these cars anymore. So that's where this multi-point has come in more play and more crucial. You're going 5,000 miles before you have someone look at your car, or pop the hood, or do anything with it from that part. So knowing what's going on in that car through the whole transition and monitoring everything that's happening here. And uh, from that point, and the battery. I mean, we can see yep. right here the battery, but you can watch it get in the yellow. And I'm my battery hits yellow, I'm replacing that thing because if it's getting in the yellow, guess what? It's getting down there enough where you need to watch what's going on. So, so there's so many things going on in this in this multi point inspection.
not just to find out what we can sell you. It's to find out to what you can do to preventative maintenance, uh, take care of your car, protect your investment from that part. And I can't stress that enough at how much more important that, that multi-point inspection is from that part. So Well, and it's just, a, um, to me, having our technicians look over these vehicles, I mean, they see similar vehicles to yours same day several a day and know where the the weak points are the where points are and to be able to identify those and look at them and and then also understand what it is they're looking at you know uh is it good is it bad um it it's worth it's worth the the amount of the service just for that in my opinion um and again you know we go back to jason's uh question on buying new or used in the price of the vehicles and and stuff like that and these things you buy a new vehicle and it will run as many miles as you want to put on it i mean how many times do we look at trades with one hundred and fifty thousand, hundred sixty thousand, hundred eighty thousand? yeah uh, you know and they're just as i looked good. at i looked at yeah. a truck yesterday with three hundred and two thousand miles on it okay yep yeah, did it look a little rough? Yeah, she looked pretty rough, but it still had 302,000 miles on it. But as far as the powertrain and being able to start and run and drive and move the thing, uh, you yeah. know, we just don't have, you don't have near the problems with starters and alternators and, you know, those those type of things that you, that you once did. And as far as the powertrain, I mean, every manufacturer for the most part has a pretty durable powertrain and will go whatever distance that that you want them to go uh, with good maintenance, good preventative maintenance on it uh, from that side of things. And, you know, a lot of times we get into situations or scenarios of, uh, and it's all the, all the add-ons, the sensors and switches and and things like that is the majority of where uh, we see failure. You, you know, we were talking last night with a couple of technicians and you don't, short blocking uh, an engine anymore you know there's just you don't yeah there's just no no real point of failure down there i'm not to say that it can't happen but typically not very often yeah when that happens it's pretty early in the life of the vehicle because there was it was assembled wrong there was something in the manufacturing process that you know and that's why they put the the manufacturer warranty on something what these what these techs do today is not near what we do what what i was doing when i was wrenching on cars and the day doesn't go by josh that i don't look down at my right wrist and see that big old scar on my hand where i cut the heck out of my hand grinding valves on a head one night uh from that part and you know we just don't do valve jobs anymore it just doesn't happen like it used to or anything else like that from that part because the powertrains have gotten so well and so good and everything else too and uh from that part but uh, I mean, you, we can go through and talk about you know making improvements to the shops where like right now we're in the process of putting data ports in everybody's stall so we can get these downloads to the vehicles more reliable quicker uh you yeah. know and easier for for the technicians because that's the repairs we're doing you know that's uh that's that's what's getting that's what's happening yeah it's anymore it's uh it's a technical side of this point for these technicians. And it's, you know, Josh, I know someone used to make fun of me all the time talking about <laughs> updates and all that kind of stuff, but I'm telling you today, these updates fix more things on cars than you can believe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was talking to a guy yesterday, he was madder and heck of his truck and everything else like that. And, uh, I know what's wrong with it. It just needed to be updated because I was fighting the same thing in the F-150 that I jumped in and I had Tim go back and, and it took four hours to update that truck. Yep. Uh, on the data points coming through there. And I, I don't remember if Tim did it wirelessly, if he did it with a hard wire or what he did. I don't know how much difference that would make, but 
but that's the whole point here is is these com computers are controlling these cars and doing so much to them and everything else from that part but these updates can change drastically and i know that's what was wrong with that guy's truck was madder and you know what at the truck yesterday he was ready to trade it off because of the situation was happening i said hold on i know what's going on we just need to come in and let's get some updates put in so i've said this many times on the show and back in my day if you walked in a shop and a technician had a shop manual out and he had no clue what he was doing if he's had to read a shop manual back in the day today if you don't walk in there they don't have their laptops out that tech has no he can't diagnose a car today without a laptop uh from that part you know and i, I go into the aftermarket world and and watch these aftermarket shops and everything else like that and how they're getting their training what they're doing to stay on top of it and all kind of stuff it's got to be hard yeah yeah i don't know uh I don't know how you would do it as a, uh, you know, independent uh, from that side of things, just with the amount of equipment and tools and everything that it, that it would take to, to keep up with all this stuff. Uh, it's got to be crazy. Yeah, it does. It's got to be crazy. You'd just be at a huge disadvantage for sure. Yep. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, hey, 316-462-3673. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything you want to talk about in the automobile world, anything you don't understand about your car or new technology, whatever it is, Love to hear from you and love to give you the great price back. He's about over 130 bucks. And then who knows? You might even get a free diagnostic like Hannah did on her headlights on her Suzuki. We'll figure out what's going on with her headlights. That part. Somebody's got to have a parallel parking story. Furman, I don't know. I, I think Furman works a job he can watch and everything else like that, but he can't call in because he's, I can't, he said, I have, I had, I've had to wiggle 2,500, 3,500 pickups out of a row of a new car. He's got pretty good at it. So I'm, think, I'm thinking he, he used to work at a dealership, and I'm sure what he's saying there is he had to do a lot of parallel parking back then with yeah. his trucks. Is what I'm thinking he's saying. If I may, if I'm reading your text correctly, Mr. Furman. So anyway, but got some experience at it. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Like I said, Josh, first time I tried that deal was, uh, you know, when you parallel when you set this parallel park up, we gotta you gotta pull up where the the gap is that or the part you're going to park at to and you push the button on the dash so it knows it's going to start recording where you, it fits and you drive past it and then it knows where the hole's at and then you push push the old button and all you control is the gas and the brake and let's let go and take off so the first time that i did and i didn't realize what i was doing okay i didn't do the find the hole and everything else like that i just pulled up thought okay hey let's just hit the old hit deal that i hit it you jump the curb up dip, God dang it, somebody's yard. Because, <laughs> you know, the system just didn't know what it was doing. Yeah. Uh, but when you know what it's doing, I mean, it's foolproof. It's, it, <laughs> I mean, it is that good at how it parallel parks. Well, and how, how close it gets to the curb and the car behind you. And, and the, I mean, it will fit the vehicle in the exact size that it needs <laughs> uh, from from that side of it, for sure, is is very impressive uh, on, on what it does. So, yep, exactly. So. Anyway, well, what other technology we got on these cars today that kind of, you know, we've talked a lot about the Blue Cruise, that sort of thing. Uh, uh, the lane steering, that's another so one. what I want to know yeah. is okay, this ought to be on good. technology, yep. why have they not come up with a power adjustable rear view mirror that when you hit your key fob, so you have, you know, a husband and wife using a vehicle or whatever, because, you know, I always have to adjust the rear view mirror and the side mirrors and the seat and all that stuff. All that other stuff is on a, you know, you can program driver one, driver two, but why, why not the rear view mirror? You know what? Talking about a rear view mirror. I got in a Land Rover the other day that we did over here in the, in the, uh -huh. in the did a full frontal PPF and, and uh, ceramic coated and prank correction it and everything. It's a brand new car, brand new Land Rover. And I got to go drive that thing. 
And that rear view mirror in that thing is a camera. Yep. It's not just a, you don't look in the, it's not looking at what you see when you look in that camera, but it's a camera. It's just, it's got a camera out back and that's what that rear view camera is working off of. And I'm telling you, that got a little bit to getting used to. It's a, uh, it's definitely a different depiction. Yeah. I think it's kind of zoomed in a little bit too. Uh, well, Chevrolet, and the other yeah. thing is super wide. Yeah. Yep. Chevrolet is, uh, does a lot of that uses a lot of review, uh, a lot of cameras for their review mirrors as well. Um, and that's an option that, you know, you can turn on or off with that thing, but yeah, it is a little, uh, um, uh, it just takes some getting used to for sure. Yeah. Why, it, why have, why has a manufacturer not made a power rear view mirror? I don't know. That's a good question, Josh. <laughs> okay. The, Jason that... Cox has got a good one here. <laughs> I would like to hear stories of people back in their boats or trailers before the trailer backup assist came out on the newer trucks. So I tell I would love to be at a set of the boat dock and pull me up a chair and a cooler. You can do it all day. And just you have can do it a all day. Hey day. Yeah, like oh, there's a divorce. Yep. <laughs> oh, those guys aren't friends anymore. Yep. <laughs> They're taking two separate vehicles home. Yep. <laughs> and Jason's right on the backup assist now. I still Ford had that commercial a while back where they, here come this F one fifty pulling up and it's got a big ass boat in a narrow dock and that guy's sitting out outside that marina thinking, Oh yeah. All right, this guy's not going to back that thing and just back just straight right in there yeah. from that part. But I yeah. really think Ford missed the boat on the advertising marketing uh, advertisement. Uh, you know, could have done something like a "Hey, save your marriage, <laughs> get this" or whatever. I have uh, I have been that person a time or two. <laughs> oh, uh, not me, on, Josh. On that side of it, so yeah, it's. Uh, I definitely believe that they missed their missed their mark on the advertising of of that feature for sure. Um, and it is, uh, I tell you, um, for that, that function on the truck is really cool. Uh, it takes a little bit to get it set up as far as measuring the distances on the axle of the trailer and you know, how the algorithms work on the modules is, is absolutely crazy. Uh, but I, I can back a trailer and to use that, I mean, it's, uh, it makes it definitely pretty easy for somebody to, to be able to do that for sure. (laughs) Yeah, you can back a trailer. We'll give you credit on that because I get in trouble. I know who I'm calling. I'm calling Josh. Come back my trailer in there, stall, so I can get that. So, uh, <clears throat> but that is a. It is definitely a pretty cool feature for sure. So last uh, last Saturday we had the um, not a leap year sale. Yep, that went over pretty good. Uh, I had a couple of cars out there. They went uh, went like hotcakes. There was quite a few people out here, and it was a uh, it was another really good event that I think we think we had. And then before that, we had the race open house, uh, you know, and basically getting geared up and ready to go for for race season. Uh, time changes next weekend, so that's going to be a, a huge asset. Oh, does it really? Uh, it does. I'm ready to go. So that's yeah, uh, I'm more than ready to go for that. I mean, summertime's around the corner and this cold weather is gone and everything else too. So yeah, I can't wait for that too. That is for sure. Can't wait. Uh, Lee can't wait. We're going over the, the race schedule, uh, and you know, got, got a lot of things getting ready to kick off or start up here for sure. Uh, in that department, it won't be long. We'll be right in the middle of summer and wondering where, uh, I can't believe, you know, it's already March, uh, the first part of March as well. So it's, yeah. uh, this year has flown by for sure. That is not kidding, but I can feel the weather's coming and everything else too. So excited for that part and I uh, can't wait to get some warm weather and everything else too. It's going to be fun and exciting to get that started. So kicking off race season, it is, it is here, uh, to, tonight starts off the USMT down USMTS down in Petty, Texas. And of course we've got our, 
Mel Hamilton team and Mullins Racing down there in Petty, Texas. We'll see how they do tonight uh, from that part. So it'll be kind of cool to get turn on Racing Dirt. Our partners there at Racing Dirt will have a live video feed from that part. So if you need something to do tonight, I think uh, I'm sure what all time everything kicks off. I haven't checked that out yet. Let me pull up Race Pass here and see what time everything gets kicked off on USMTS tonight down in Petty, Texas. And they had some rain last night, so they didn't get to race. So they're racing tonight and tomorrow night. So, anyway, it says on Race Pass that uh, hot laps at 5.30, racing starts at 6. So, starting a little earlier than I'm sure the guys of weather probably maybe yeah. on that stuff, too. So, turn into Racing Dirt. Those guys will have it live with you there and cheer on your favorite USMTS driver. And we'll see who's going to be the winner pulling away some money tonight and tomorrow night down at USMTS. But also, you, like you said, race season is upon us. It's it's here. It's fun and exciting. we got our stuff ready to go. And uh, kind of the same schedule as last year for our race trailers and everything else. We're going there. Got a few exciting stuff coming on that, too. So, from that part so anyway uh i guess we're not how about we just get some callers calling in about their boat backing in that's another thing or just backing up a trailer in general that's a yeah that 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 can definitely uh, be very interesting (laughs) to see or to watch and uh for me i just uh when i see somebody like that struggling it's like okay trying to explain what you need to do and everything it's just a feel you just gotta okay you get out (laughs) i'll get in we'll do it and go on down the road for sure and then my other thing is is almost harder to uh, jet skis are worse than boats uh from that side just because they're so small and you can't see them uh typically but you got such a small uh wheelbase between the hitch and the the uh axles of the trailer that uh, it's so easy to get those things jackknifed and turned around seen a lot of uh seen a lot of damage done by people trying to back up jet ski trailers i've even seen one guy now that's a hard one i'm gonna tell you you can't yeah. see that thing very well and everything else too <clears throat> so i'd much rather back a big trailer in than a little old jet ski trailer i'm promising he spent probably i don't know five or ten minutes trying to get it backed up in the in the water got it pretty close gets out of the truck goes to the back picks up the trailer centers it up gets back in the truck backs it up a little bit you more. were laughing at that, oh right? god i was laughing but yeah it's uh, uh you know every time on facebook some you'll see some of that too, people trying to load boats too grew up uh, oh thing too I'm glad you weren't laughing. I'm glad we went over and helped him, didn't you? Uh, uh, <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh, for it sure. is. It's it's it 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 takes how to back, back something. If you're, you're just trying to learn about the pressure, you gets every watching you. <laughs> so I think that's where uh, a lot of the maybe a lot of the pressure comes from. So a lot of the arguments might might come from that <laughs> uh, for sure. And then uh, you know uh, it's it's just you got all the eyes on you. That's uh, that's what gets you. I'm sure every time. Ooh, <laughs> I'm looking some stuff up. Here. Let's see what we put over here. <laughs> gonna gonna see what we could get on get on the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, here's the other one. Is, Forgetting uh, to put it in park. Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, this here is not a very pretty, exciting deal here. So, this surely you don't want this to be you. I'm going to miss it. No. 
There's the one that just got, that's got to hurt right there. <laughs> that has got to hurt. Uh-oh. We lost some wheels there, Josh. What? Uh, I'm not even sure how that happened. Look at the boats on her sideways and everything. He just said, screw it. He's, He's giving up. <laughs> oh, uh oh. And we got a boat out of control here. Ooh, the guy there's fell somebody, out of the boat. Yeah, there's somebody on the side of it. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's painful, too. He's trying to get back in the boat and can't get in the boat. He's trying. Oh, he got oh, in. Oh, look at there. Got it. And then he says, I meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's hear if you got any funny backing up stories or boat stories or whatever. We'd love to hear from you, too, on that part, too, So uh, from that part. So, anyway, <laughs> painful stories out there from that part. So, so the other thing, uh, detail shop. We need yeah, let's talk about, about our new Mel Hamilton Auto Spa. It's a new detail shop we built. It's over on the uh, – southwest corner of our property and uh, just kind of got things hooked up and going over there we uh uh going to be offering a lot of different things over there of course we're going to get our used cars details running through there uh our buildings over east what we call east detail has been a little bit out of date and uh, that sort of thing so now we've got a controlled environment for uh for the detail guys heated and air conditioned don't have all the kinks worked out of it yet, but we're getting a pretty good flow going over there right now. But uh, we're also going to start offering ceramic coating and paint corrections for all you guys with your high dollar cars and trucks like that and want to look at that thing. And the other thing is paint protection film. Uh, that's the clear shield we go over the top of that. And we're using a Lumar Valor 12-year uh, paint protection film over the front of your cars and stuff. And right now we're in there. We're doing our second Cadillac. We've done... Uh, a Land Rover. We've done uh, another Cadillac, and uh, we've got a Porsche over Porsche, there. Yep. So we're doing a lot of different things on that. So if you want to protect the front of your car, protect the whole car, we can wrap that whole car in that paint protection film, just like you wrap a car from that standpoint too. But it's not like wrapping a car. That, that film is a whole different animal to get it on there and protect and everything else too. But the next thing is before you put the film on, you really need to paint correct it because if you don't, it's going to magnify the, the things and everything underneath the paint and that sort of stuff too. From that part so a lot of things going on there at the mel hamilton auto spa love to hear from you if you want to uh got some questions about that if you want to jump on the phones here and get the great price package for that too but uh and then of course we're going to start offering retail details to customers who just come in to be able to get their cars detailed and stuff but first we got to get our used cars under control because we're out of, we're way behind on that yep uh, and i'm already getting calls josh of other places wanting us to do details for them and stuff and i told them just to hang tight until we can uh get ourselves under control a little bit and then we will be offering that so next thing is we're looking for some great guys that want to learn the detail business or if you are a good experienced detailer we'd love to yep. yeah we'd love to hear from you love to hire your workforce and again it's a heat and air conditioned building state-of-the-art uh equipment everything else to do we still got the big vacuum system that's coming it's not here yet it should be here in a couple of weeks yeah, i think we're getting really close on that yeah so uh we've got a great layout to to do it and uh that sort of thing too so uh looking for some great guys that want to make cars look better and that sort of thing and uh, we've got a great pay plan for you we've got some great second to none benefit package for you out there on that part two great time off great pto uh that's kind of thing too so uh if you're looking for something you want to help us out on the details we're looking for quite a few people to open it to go over in that detail shop and help us out with that i was in too. there walking around uh the other day putting the air fittings on the on the hoses and just the the lights in that place to to be able to see those vehicles and see how clean they are and uh that's huge you know and then uh 
Caleb had, or one of the guys had their paint corrective lights out. It it's amazes me. You get a vehicle under the right light of all the defects that you see in it. You see some of these new vehicles roll off the roll off the truck uh, or transport being brand new and you think man that's pretty pretty decent looking paint from that side and you get it under those uh paint corrected correction lights and it's it's amazing what all those things bring out what all you see in it uh in in some of these vehicles and then just the before and after of what they do uh after they've after they've done all the paint corrections on it we've got a couple of explorers over there doing right now we're doing a complete on it we're doing uh complete paint correction or brand new explorers and there's still things on brand new cars trust me that yep. need to be paint corrected and stuff and we put on the uh, geon uh uh ceramic coating and then we did we coated the windows we coated the glass windshield wheels uh inner fender wells we did a leather inside we did carpet inside everything these cars are getting completely done uh from that part so uh uh Okay, I thought I had a question there, but I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading that real quick. So, so anyway, lots of new things happen over at Mel Hamilton Auto Spa. Uh, so, uh, again, if you want to get your car looked at or whatever, we can give you an estimate we can do for that part. And, again, there's other films we can put on front of your cars. Even Lumar makes different film and stuff like that. But I'm only going to install the 12-year uh, Valor. Uh, they have a five-year plan also out there with some of, some of their film and stuff, but I'm not going to use that at all. Uh, so, my thing is, if I'm going to put some film in front of your car, it's yeah. going to be great. It's going to last. It's going to do the job that it needs to do. Well, I think we both have had experience of, you know, somebody uh, installing film, you know, in years ago. And also just the technology that's happened in that industry over the over the several years, over the past several years. But, you know, there's been a lot of cases where what we've seen that it hazes or yellows or you peel it off and it peels the paint with it. Yeah. You know, uh, so there's yeah. definitely some horror stories that we've seen come from that. And that's why if you're going to do that and I mean, you're protecting an investment uh, for sure, uh, putting that stuff on there, uh, you want to, and then just the other side of it is the, the way that it's applied is huge too. That's right. And I've got, uh, I've hired some great guys over there that are over there helping me with, uh, uh, Caleb and Calvin and Nor, they all have great experience in what they're doing and stuff. We're not fresh. I didn't hire anybody green to go install this stuff. So you're going to get a great job and everything else too from that part. Uh, and you're right, Josh, we've had those horror stories with the film before of having to go repaint cars. Yep. Uh, and that's why I'm only going to stall that Valor 12 year stuff. That's their best product and everything else too. And, and Nor, who's been doing the most of the paint protection film force, uh, even says too that, that that is the best product on the market to have and everything else like that too. So if you've got a high end car you want protected or whatever, we've got the area to do it. We got the equipment to do it. We got the te technology to do it. We've got uh, and we have all the stuff. So you know we had a Land Rover that we took in and had ready had put some paint film on the front of it and they actually cut in the paint. Yeah, uh, that's one thing we're not going to do. We've got the technology for the cutters to cut it before it even gets on your car, all that kind of stuff, too. We've got the right tools to install the, the stuff, too, to protect your car. So if you've got a high-end car or whatever that you want to protect it uh, or whatever, and uh, whether you want to do the paint film or you want to do the ceramic coating, whatever it might be, uh, we'd love to help you with that part. So give us a call, and we'll get you fixed up with that part, too. So anyway, Josh, uh, what else? Anything? So let's see. I was thinking about uh, what well, I had something on the tip of my tongue too. Can't remember what it was. You huh? put me on the spot. Way to go. Well, you know, I don't hey. think anybody has a backup story. 
I think you're all too embarrassed to do it. Or is it? I don't know. Yeah. What's the deal? We yeah. just we're we're gonna have to uh, record this from a boat dock one day. <laughs> Talk about pressure. <laughs> Maybe so. Talk about pressure. We put the cam- put the camera around and watch you back one in, watch me back one in. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do? <laughs> have a little, do a little challenge. Yeah, exactly. So, well, hey everybody, uh, let's uh, you know Josh. We always do this too. We kind of forget about our sponsors to help with the show. Yep. Of course, BG Products, all the great preventative maintenance products we use right inside here at Melon Ford. And again, I've been using them since the '80s and uh, love their products. Love what they do. They're not snake oil in a can. They're they they're not cheap either, but they are good products. That's going to do things to help protect your car. Again, love the partnership with those guys, what they do. And, uh, you know, they come and get cars from us all the time that they go and test and do the different things and stuff like that, too. So it's fun to see the results that come back of their products and what they do. So if you're wanting to put uh, some good products in your engine, in your oil, in your fuel, in your power steering, your transmission, you were in your transfer cases, whatever it might be, they've got great products to help make your car run many, many more miles. You know, just uh, the other day, I was talking with Casey. We had a vehicle in here that it was relatively new uh meaning year wise i think it was a 22 um 22 year model uh but it had like 60,000 miles on it and it was a competitive make it was a um a, a land rover and we needed a, a special tool to hook up for the transmission service on the thing and you know uh just being able to call those guys they were able to coordinate with us exactly what needed to be done the vehicle has a uh, thermostat in the transmission fluid so it'll actually you know the transmission fluid has to get up to a certain degree before it'll actually start circulating through the cooler and and stuff like that but to be able to flush it just the amount of knowledge and to be able to have that as a resource to know that when we did that service we got the right tools we got the right uh procedure on on how it's done and those guys are always uh you know they're always investing in that and always making sure that the product that they're offering are second to none exactly anyway uh big corner creative again that's our company too but they do a lot of great things for us it's called big corner creative it's, you know, it comes off our big here out here at the big corner but jesse has a great team down there they are an advertising firm that does everything to help you advertise your business uh where you want google advertising traditional advertising you need a web page built he's got a great team of guys down there that just build web pages for your companies that sort of thing uh if you want to check out a couple of good web pages go look at uh the mel hamilton racing uh, page and you can check out the facebook page they designed both of those pages for us uh but they do all kinds of other things too with windows wraps decals vehicle wraps, race car wraps, window tint, all kinds of things. But uh, if you're looking for some of those kind of ideas or whatever, Jesse's got a great team of people down there that do a great job of helping with all your advertising needs. And also go to rent. I can't tell you that if you're needing a 12 or 15 passenger van, please plan ahead. We are dying for vans. I had to pull some vans out because of age and stuff that Ford wouldn't let me keep in the rental department. I've got vans on order that I can't get. So if you're needing a 12 or 15 passenger van and just the other day, we were out, we couldn't take care of a couple of customers that needed those vans. And I'm going to tell you, finding a 12 or 15 passenger van now is very yeah. hard. Even the rental car companies can't get them and don't have them up uh, that part. So if you need one of those vans, we've got about 20 still in stock, but just please plan ahead and let Stan know in our rental department that you need something for your rental vehicle or summertime's coming vacations coming if you need something bigger to take a vacation an expedition um 
explore edge whatever it might be stan does have a decent fleet of vehicles over there not like i want to have or whatever for you uh, but if you want something not to put the miles on your car or whatever give stan a call right inside here at melhelm ford at go to rent hey everybody have a great saturday and uh, we'll talk to you next saturday morning nine to ten and see what other kind of exciting stuff we can talk there about we go. Right, Josh. Yep. everybody have a great saturday we'll talk to you next saturday